rip on my wrist, hey. Hundred thousand on me, I'm so rich, I'm so rich, hey. Getting all this cash, you know we rich, yeah we rich, hey. Counting all this money, yeah we rich, yeah we rich, hey. Counting all this money, yeah we rich, yeah we rich, yeah. Getting all this money, yeah we rich, yeah we rich, yeah. Counting all this money, yeah we rich, yeah we rich, yeah. You ain't going fucking trap. Welcome back to the Snack Bar Podcast. And today, I'm here uh, by myself, actually. I'm Justin. Uh, if you don't know, normally me and Chris do a weekly uh, review of uh, Weekly Shonen Jump and uh, other movies and stuff. But uh, he has school, so we're going to try to do this one by ourselves. Or by myself. Actually, it's by ourselves because you guys are here along uh, for the journey with me. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm going to try to cover Chainsaw Man chapter 138 to 145. So let's just get right into it. Um, Chainsaw Man chapter 138 called Sword Man. Um, it picks up right where we left off last time with, uh, Fumiko and Denji. They're in this hotel where we thought they were going to, uh, fulfill Denji's destiny for once, but, uh, what actually ends up happening is Fumiko brings him into this hotel and they sing, uh, she sings a karaoke song and then all these people start attacking them. And I got to be honest, like I have two months of context uh, for this moment and maybe I'll find it in this reread, but I still am kind of confused of why these people are attacking them. But anyway, uh, chapter 138, Sword Man, it starts off with Fumiko and Denji kind of like uh, staring off at each other. And right before this, he asked her if she was going to sing the second verse. And she said, this seems more fun. So, um, yeah, so they're just kind of like staring off with each other. And then uh, they both start to run at each other. Or, or she starts to run at him. But then all of a sudden, somebody pulls a gun up from behind Denji, which shouldn't uh, be possible. But they have a gun. And uh, she throws her bat. They're both holding bats, if I didn't say that. She throws her bat at uh, the guy and hits him right in the head, and you see the clong action. And Denji's like, huh? And then there's a gun on the floor, and she picks it up, and she goes, geez, it's only a model gun. Don't scare me like that. <laughs> Makes sense, though. Guys attacking with baseball bats wouldn't have a gun, would they? <laughs> and Denji looks so, so tired as normal and looks over at uh, Fumiko and goes, Aren't you my enemy? And she goes, huh? Why would I be your enemy? You were freaking singing while I fought those dudes. And then Yoshida, uh, conveniently always there to let the reader know what's going on. He goes, her name is Fumiko Mufuni, which I guess they didn't say yet. She's your junior. And Denji, much like us, looks over and goes, why are you here? Fumiko goes, I'm with Public Safety uh, Devil Extermination Special Division 7. I'm in charge of guarding you and other stuff during your student life, Denji-senpai. And that's why I'm in high school at the age of 22. Which uh, is very, very weird. And I think uh, Special Division 7, uh, what they're, what Wikipedia, which you know you can trust them, you cannot trust them, is saying is that it's made up of Fumiko, a character that will meet um, in this chapter review and then another returning character that we're going to meet again in this chapter review I guess um, we'll see what exactly uh, those people do and if they even declare that they're in special team division 7 but um, that's where uh, Fumiko lies special division 7 so um, Denji just he can never just accept reality. And he goes, if you're my bodyguard, how come you kept singing when I got attacked? And Yoshida goes, why is that? And she kind of looks over her shoulder like she's shy. And she goes, because I don't want my songs getting interrupted. Which I feel you. You ever, you ever been showing a song to somebody and uh, they're talking over it the whole time? Or fighting a bunch of guys with baseball bats? Not a good time. Not a good time. De so Denji goes, what is wrong with you guys? Yoshida goes on to say, anyway, you are a chainsaw man. Getting attacked by someone who knows your identity comes with the territory. That's why I assigned you a bodyguard. No possessions we can use to identify them. I thought as much as he's like checking out the body. 
and Fumiko's getting very close to Denji. So, Chainsaw Man's strong even when he doesn't transform, huh? I was impressed. And Denji's face, we've seen this face on him a lot. He has it throughout this whole chapter, but he looks like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> she goes, you were super cool, you know. And Denji just looks pissed. And he goes, you're only coming on to me as part of your job, right? Talk about a letdown. I really am into you, though, senpai. You are? How could I not be? Senpai, you're the one and only chainsaw man. Denji kind of seems shocked. And then Yoshida goes, as for you, do your job, and slaps her across the head. And she's like, ouch. Sorry, Denji. I'll set her straight. You won't have to fight again. And he goes, no, uh, sure. And he kind of just looks down at all the people. And then we pull away from the karaoke building. And we get to see Asa. Um, she's in her apartment kind of just like lying there depressed. She's watching the TV and they go, in our next segment, we'll be looking into the beautiful high school devil hunter everyone's been talking about. And she has a little Band-Aid on her cheek and she goes, beautiful. And then the devil hunter they're talking about is her. Which I think we've seen maybe this picture of her before. But the, the news section is called The Buzz About the Beauty. And she's just sitting there not reacting. So then Yoru's there. And she goes, this recognition we're receiving isn't so bad. I feel as though a thirst of mine is being quenched. Asa looks over. We aren't doing this for the praise, though. We're doing it to save Chainsaw Man. Indeed, we do this to kill Chainsaw Man. They're both just sitting there. They, it's funny how like um, the Famine Devil has basically convinced them that they're both working towards the same goal, even though fundamentally it's not exactly the same goal, but we'll see. So Yoru goes on and goes, Still, it's maddening to think that Chainsaw Man also experienced this rush. And Asa goes, fame doesn't feel so great to me. In fact, it creeps me out. Why? Why? Um, because it's an invasion of my pr privacy or something. And then she looks over at Yoru, who is an invasion of her privacy. <laughs> She must feel crazy, like just spending every second of every day with this person who just never lets you get a break. It's gotta be it's gotta be tiring. So then she looks back at the TV and sees them talking about her and she cracks a little bit of a creepy smile. <laughs> and then we cut back from that creepy smile right to the open mouth Denji. And he's looking at a picture of Asa. And behind her, on this flyer, it says Chainsaw Man Church membership. Support Chainsaw Man and Asa as a Chainsaw Man member, uh, church member. So then there's a guy in a hood. And we only know one other guy in a hood. But it's not who you think it is. He goes, ticks you off, doesn't it? How they're putting Chainsaw Man side by side with some fresh-faced nobody. And Denji just looks at him. This guy goes, Asa Mataka. Chainsaw Man church poster girl slash high school student. They say scars appear on her face when she fights devils. A pretty memorable character, isn't she? And Denji just goes, why do strangers keep talking to me lately? <laughs> and he goes, you don't know me? And everybody in this moment is thinking the violence fiend. Even though like we know that his face isn't shown. But, you know, all these people have been born in, uh, reborn in kind of weird ways. So maybe his face would show now. And he wouldn't be poisoned. So he goes, it's cool. I don't remember you either. Denji just looks away. You ought to know me, though, Chainsaw Man. And Denji goes, okay, for real, who are you? I think it's like pretty funny that um, they uh, don't even care when somebody... He doesn't even care when somebody calls him Chainsaw Man anymore. He kind of just like, all right, this guy must know me. <laughs> and then... Uh, this guy in the hood goes, if they call you Chainsaw Man, that'd make me Sword Man. Let's go with that. And Denji just looks like, uh, 
And then he kind of like sits down and he goes, seriously, who is this loser? It's always interesting when we get introduced to a new uh, character in Chainsaw Man. Um, But he's trying to say that we know him. So maybe we do know him. Um, The other thing I kind of like about this chapter is uh, Yoshida's character um, who just is the info dumper. Like he just shows up, gives us a quick uh, rundown of what's going on with the plot, smacks somebody across the face and then we get right back into it so it's uh it's pretty interesting i i'm always uh kind of skeptical and curious of like what his real motives are but for now it seems like fumiko and yoshida are most likely at least fumiko 100 percent, but yoshida most likely too working with public safety and they are on a team together uh, who is put together to keep Denji safe. Who's running public safety now? I have no idea. I'm assuming Kishibi. We haven't seen him. But uh, other than that, that's all we know about the public safety now. So let's go into chapter 139, A Chair's Feelings. So we're right back with this guy who's calling himself Swordman and Denji. And Denji... Uh, he always looks like he doesn't want to be there. I'm not even going to say it anymore in this review because he always looks like he doesn't want to be there. And he goes, does this jog your memory? When you fought Makama, a pretty strong sword wielder should have been there too. Yeah, that's right. That was me. And he gives like this smug smile. And Denji just looks over and he goes, nope. Long story, but I'm not the one who fought that battle. And he goes, huh? Wait. You're not? Denji just stares at him and goes, look, I got to go to school. Um, so this is like a pretty interesting plot point that I feel that they they keep hinting towards, but sometimes uh, it takes things like this where they're spelling it out to kind of tell us uh, what we need to know. We've been, uh, we've been told by Famine that there's the Black Chainsaw Man and the Red Chainsaw Man. And up until this point, me and Chris were kind of speculating that uh, the red chainsaw man is Denji and the black chainsaw man is the is the copy that um, saved Asa and Denji. But now it seems more like we're separating the black chainsaw man who is Pochita and the red chainsaw man who's Denji. And then there's people like uh, this guy who don't know how... Uh, uh, Denji ended up beating Makama at the end and they just think that Denji fought that whole battle even though it was Pochita so in reality the battle between Yoru and Denji um, sorry Chainsaw Man is going to be Yoru and Pochita and then maybe Asa and Denji could just get married <laughs> so we're back at the school and uh, of course Swordman's in the front of the class now and he goes I transferred here from uh, Kanagawa my name's Miro Sugo my hobbies are running and playing the piano. I would love to hear him play. So Denji just looks over horrified. <laughs> and all these girls are like, is he a hunk or what? He's like a mashup of Denji and the student council president. One more thing. I'm not here to make friends. So don't talk to me, you pieces of trash. And they all look over. And then we cut to the next scene and all the girls are talking to him. One girl's even giving him a massage. And one girl goes, do you have a girlfriend? Were you in a club at your old school? You have to play piano for us. I agree. And he goes, they won't stop. Hey, Denji, will you get rid of them for me? Denji just looks pissed. And then we cut to like a quick scenery shot. And then we come back and Denji goes, what do you want, dude? Spit it out already. And Swordman goes, it's private. And then Fumiko's sitting there on Denji, and Denji's in chair position. And she goes, oh, don't mind me. I know what's up. I'm a public safety dog. You're with public safety? Are you serious? He looks down. Well, whatever. I'm here as a Chainsaw Man Church messenger. The weapons walk with the Chainsaw Man Church. Join us, Denji. Uh, I don't know if I made this clear before, but the swordsman... He's saying he's part of the weapons that fought Mach, uh, fought Pochita at the end. I know I discussed it, but I don't know if I said that. So the weapons means 
all those new weapons we saw there, possibly Katana Man, and possibly even Rez, which would be a huge comeback for um, this manga. So Denji goes, the weapons? We're a community of people like you, people who can turn into devils. Most of the church's top brass are weapons. They're promising you a pretty high position if you join. Fumiko goes, wait, wait, wait. It's the Chainsaw Man Church. You got to make Chainsaw Man the church's leader. Anything less is disrespectful to Senpai, don't you think? Yeah, what she said. As she's sitting on him. Hey, it's a pretty good offer. You only need to pitch in a little with the jobs they give you, and you can do whatever else you want. You can even turn down jobs you don't want to do. You can spend as much money as you want. I go to the arcade and eat steak every day. He's kind of getting Denji there. Denji loves to eat the same meal every day. And Denji goes, steak every day? Fumika goes, wouldn't you get tired of steak if you ate it every day? I'd go with sushi. Yeah, sushi. I'd never get tired of sushi. Oh, I'd want a daily parfait too if I could get it. I'd never get tired of parfaits either, even if I had one every single day. I'd never get tired of Chinese food, even if I ate it for every meal. And uh, that was Denji. And then Swordman goes, the food is not the point, you idiots. What are you, little kids? I didn't take this job to chit-chat about infantile crap. Denji, you should understand. I should? I spent my entire life being used like a tool by worthless bastards. I heard it was the same for you. See, that look says bingo. Am I right? Which is the same look we always get. That's why I didn't even reference it. And Denji goes, bingo. I'm not about to worship you, but I am grateful to you with every passing day. In the Chainsaw Man church, I'm truly free. I realize something. My body, my brain, I ought to use them for myself. Join me in the Chainsaw Man church. I'll protect you from public safety and that sushi woman. What's Fumiko doing? So he looks down. Denji, same look. And Fumiko goes, you transferred schools to give Senpai a recruitment pitch? Wait. Sugo, are you sure you aren't being taken advantage of again? Huh? I'm not. I'm a free... I'm doing this of my own free will. Chainsaw Man of all people being a chair, it doesn't sit right with me. Which is hilarious. I mean, honestly, like, it's never sat right with me either. Like, why why are these people disrespecting Denji like that? Denji, you don't deserve this. Break free of your Nayuta chain and don't be a chair anymore. Oh, okay, actually. He goes, butts feel good. Okay, I agree. Chairs are, like, content in their own way, you know? Yeah, maybe I can eat steak every day. But I do eat pot stickers and ice cream and other tasty foods. I'm happy with my normal life. Plus, a normal life was my dream. I'm not joining the Chainsaw Man Church. And he looks pissed. And he goes, forget it. Let's get one thing straight. I didn't transfer here to just recruit you. I wanted to be your friend, Denji. Because you're the one who killed Makama and freed me. And then he's walking out of the door. And then he goes, too bad. If you came with me, you could sleep with all the women you want to. And then Denji just makes this crazy face and uh, Swordman walks out of the door. And somehow, as he gets down the stairs, Denji's already sitting there waiting. And he's like, what the? Did you teleport? I've given what you said a lot of thought about whether I've also been somebody else's tool, I mean. You're damn right. I was a tool. Chainsaw Man Church, sign me up. Uh, yeah, it's really funny that anything will, uh, the one thing that will always get Denji, uh, to not give a shit about what his morals are is the promise of, uh, you know, getting some, <laughs> it's just, it's funny because like, I feel like we'll end this series without him ever having sex, which I don't really need to see him have sex either, but there's just so much build up to it. It's like, what the, what, how are they just going to skip over that? <laughs> Um, I like, uh, the little banter that, uh, Denji and Fumiko have, like, they're actually pretty funny characters. She's like a nicer power. Like she, she, uh, they have the back and forth, but like, they're not always killing each other. 
Um, but it does feel like uh, him ignoring her saying, oh, I'm a public safety dog is going to come back to bite Swordman in the butt. Um, but apparently butts feel good, so maybe whatever's biting him will enjoy it. <laughs> uh, so let's go on to chapter 140. Um, it is called Scales. And we're outside the Chainsaw Man church, and there's a gigantic picture of Chainsaw Man on the top of a building. And this might be a reference to something, um, but <laughs> Swordman goes, this building apparently originally belonged to some cult. The Chainsaw Man church absorbed the cult and took every building, uh, took everything, building and all. Awesome, right? We vanquished evil. They literally started another cult. Hey, we're, uh, where are all those, I'm sorry, where are those all-you-can-sleep-with girls? Take it easy. We'll get to that. Short stuff's going to give you the tour first. All right, we've met this character before, and I've speculated that uh, he's related to a certain character we haven't seen him for fucking ever who's still alive. And uh, here we kind of get uh, the confirmation that he is related to her. So this person walks in, and he goes, um, I'll be your guide. Your your guide. Nobana um, Higashi, <laughs> Higashiyama. Okay, Nobana Higashiyama. And who else do we know named Higashiyama? None other than Kobeni. And you could always, you can kind of tell that he's Kobeni's like uh, sibling or something because he also has like a little clip. So, and it's always funny to uh, hear um, to meet people that other characters have talked about a lot. Like, uh, is this the one that Kobeni was working to go to college? Because if so, she didn't even have to do any of that shit. Um, so they walk around the church. It's pretty big inside. It looks like, um, kind of like a regular church. Uh, there's a bunch of stairs. They're walking around. He sees a bunch of people walking around, but they're all dressed like students. And Denji goes, dude, it's almost all students. And Kobani's brother goes, good eye. You see the chainsaw man church is run by a body of students rather than adults. The adults mental faculties are diminished because of an American ultraviolet ray in Japan's air. That's why us students are forming the Chainsaw Man Church together. That's like typical conspiracy theory shit, which is hilarious. And um, Swordman goes, America's the freaking worst. <laughs> Denji goes, are you for real? It's really, it's for real. Chainsaw Man's devil powers give him supervision. That's how he discovered it. They're really, for real, dangerous. America and adults both. And Denji's like, what the fuck? I don't have uh, supervision. <laughs> and it's really funny because all the chairs in the pew or whatever, they have like <laughs> chainsaws as like the the uh, the right and left sides of it, like the ends. It's so funny. And Denji goes, hey, what's that room? That's the Chainsaw Man wedding chapel. And <laughs> he goes, Chainsaw Man Wedding Chapel. And there's just a giant statue of Denji with uh, shirtless with uh, the two chainsaws in his hands and the chainsaw on his head, obviously. And uh, yeah, I guess people get married in there. That's right. In the next room over, Denji, you'll, you'll have S-E-X with a girl. And Denji goes, oh, I will? Yeah, and then you'll marry her in the chapel. And after that, you'll join the Chainsaw Man Church. And Denji's like, say what? I'm not going to marry her. What the hell are you talking about? And uh, Kobani's brother goes, huh? wait, what? Got to be a good guide. In the Chainsaw Man Church, we encourage student marriages. And, uh, oh, that's right. It, uh, I'm sorry, right, that's it. The current system of getting married after you become an adult was brought over from America. Chainsaw Man saw it for what it really is, a system for controlling Japanese people as slaves. Marrying as students and then raising the resulting children in the Chainsaw Man church is the most natural, the most natural marriage system. <laughs> and then Sword Man, for real, though, America's the freaking worst. All right. We know that uh, this sword man's obviously super gullible 
and uh right here they're completely taking advantage of him <laughs> he's bought into every conspiracy they have about america and uh i'm here for it so denji goes you lying sacks of crap i want to have sex but i don't want to get married and swordman goes huh why the hell not i never found no american ultraviolet whatever either uh huh for real you didn't of course not and swordman just looks like shocked i mean yeah Maybe we lied, make that embellish things a little. But it's true that Chainsaw Man, uh, that the Chainsaw Man Church has saved a bunch of people. Does that mean it's okay to make up, to make crap up, and force kids to get married? Though, Swordman looks nervous. You're a kid too, you piece of trash. You came with me without a second thought. Without a second thought, I thought this through logically and. I'm being logical too, man. If we save hundreds, if we save a hundred people, it's no big deal if one person gets screwed in the process, right? And Denji just looks like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" D- don't fight. I can't guide you like that. Hey, our our next stop is a fun one. It's called the Chainsaw Man bathroom, and and he walks in. He goes, "Whoa." And then all of a sudden, somebody's uh, behind him. Sorry, I'm doing my best with the voice acting here. Somebody's behind him. And they go, that'll do, Nobana. Go on back to your usual duties. And he goes, ah, yes. Yes, sir. And runs away. Swordman looks over. Hey, I brought him like you said. Talk some sense into this idiot for me, will you? Denji just looks up like, oh, my God, here we go. Hey there. Long time no see, or so I'm told. But since neither of us remember each other, put her there. I'm Barum. And he puts his hand out. Denji looks at him. They look back. And Denji won't shake his hand, so he puts his finger into those... uh, He puts his pointer and his middle finger out and then sticks them in Denji's nostrils. (laughs) And Denji's like, ah! And he's laughing. Denji goes, what'd you do that for? I'll F you up, butt munch. Fine by me. If you did, Chainsaw Man might come to save me. And he looks pissed. I wonder why he hasn't been fighting devils lately. It's quite the mystery. Hey, what do you think would bring Chainsaw Man back? And Denji goes, like I care. Hmm, what are we to do? Would he come back if a big bad devil tore up Tokyo? Tokyo will be fine. Even without Chainsaw Man, it has devil hunters. Plus, there's Asa. Oh, you know Asa? Are you friends? Shut up. Well, I guess she's been, uh, she's even been on TV lately. A cute, dumb girl is a good catch. Denji just looks down. <laughs> he never, uh, somehow these characters pick up what his emotion is from his looks, but he always looks exactly the same. So, so this guy kind of lights up. And. Maybe he looks a little more nervous than normal, but I don't know. And he goes up in Denji's face and he goes, Does that mean killing Asamataka will bring back Chainsaw Man? Denji just looks kind of horrified. And the other guy smiles. And he goes, What do you... Picture weighing the following on a pair of scales. That's where the chapter title comes from. On the right side, and this is actually a really cool panel because it's Denji's face split in two. And it's kind of uneven a little bit, or maybe that's just how his face is. But on the right side, place... Friends, family, a wonderful everyday life. You pet cats, your pet cats and dogs. And on the left side, just one thing: the starter that transforms you in the Chainsaw Man. Which side is heavier? And <laughs> Denji looks like completely mind fucked, and then he uh, uh, whips away from him real quick and goes, "Lego, I'm out of this crazy place." And then he starts to run away, and uh, Barum goes, "We'll be seeing you soon. We'll be seeing you, Chainsaw Man. Enjoy your normal life while you can." And the chapter ends. Um, I I do. I'm I'm here for this whole story. I really like um going into the Chainsaw Man Church and how like uh, we can see that it's just all these people being taken advantage of again. Like, uh, Swordman, he 
knows that he was naive enough to be taken advantage of before, but he still lets himself get taken advantage of by all these stupid lies, even though he knows Denji is Chainsaw Man and he's telling him that it's not true. And I love seeing Kobani's little brother. Uh, I'm still waiting for Kobani to come back. She's the only person that we know hasn't died uh, besides Kishibi. So I don't know. I'd love for her to come back, but uh, it's at least we get to see her nervousness and her little brother. <laughs> All right. So the next chapter is called Chapter 141, Normal Life Plus, which is great uh, because it reminds me of the South Park joke about... Uh, in the more recent COVID specials when everything in the future is called like Applebee's plus or like hospital plus. So Denji and Nayuta are in the supermarket and Denji's walking around and it seems like the chainsaw man, uh, curry buns are on sale. Now they're half off. Why though? Isn't chainsaw man still Japan's hero? So they grab a bunch of chainsaw man curry buns and they're walking past the Asa flyers and then him and Naruto walk up to a devil. It seems like a iguana devil or something like that. Like it has a weird face. And Denji's like, <gasps> and he picks up his finger and he kind of like uh, goes to attack. But then he kind of thinks to himself. And as he thinks to himself, some, uh, I guess, Chainsaw Man church people, because they have swords and they're dressed like students. They come over and they start to attack it. And Denji's like, oh, yeah, right. And then they start to walk away. And uh, on page three, if you look in the back, uh, the bookstore there is called Fujimoto, it seems like. I think that's what it is, a bookstore. Some sort of store. Maybe the store they were just in. Um, so they're back home. They're eating all the curry buns. Denji's uh, looking really happy. It's funny because I don't know how he feels about all these dogs. It seems like he uh, loves them, but they're all going all over the place. And they're eating the curry buns. And then... Uh, we see them watching TV, and if you zoom in on the bookshelf, which is great, there's a Shark Kick manga. So if you really love to think into things, you could see this and be like, oh my god, Fire Punch and Chainsaw Man are the same universe. What if Agni's about to come and burn the whole town down? We don't even know. Denji versus Agni? But uh, no, it's just probably a call-out, but it's great to see that. It even kind of looks like there might be some other Fujimoto work in there, like maybe look back, but it's it's the only one that's really like uh, spelt out for us is Shark Kick. So they're watching TV. Then Denji's taking a bath with the dogs. He never gets away from these dogs. Then one of the best panels, Denji and Asa brushing their teeth together. I mean, Denji and Naruto brushing their teeth together. Then them all sleeping. And we see Miaoi. And Denji's just like, he's always filled with dread. So he kind of wakes up. And he walks away from all of them. And he looks at the Chainsaw Man poster that he has on the wall. And then Naruto wakes up and she goes, can't sleep? And Denji goes, hey, what's going to happen to me from here on out? After I graduate and get a job, will I be happier than I am now? And Naruto goes, are you unhappy, Denji? I don't know. And then she kind of like picks up her hands. I don't know why. And goes, uh, you're hopeless, little Denji. I'll stay with you for the rest of your life. Then you'll be happy too, right? Because I'm just that cute. Denji just looks over her like, uh. <laughs> and then the dogs kind of, I think what she was doing with her hands is she was taking the dogs off of her for a second. And then uh, she kind of puts her hands back on her chest and the dogs fall right back in the line. And then Denji, just like the dog he is, kind of falls right back into line. And they go back to sleep. So then we see Swordman, Barum, and two other people. They're at the place that Kobeni used to work, the uh, Family Burger. I guess it's open again. Barum goes, tomorrow is the Chainsaw Man's church days of worship. The followers won't hunt any devils that appear. But the civilian and public safety devil hunters will come crawling out like cockroaches. If we keep killing them, Chainsaw Man's sense of justice will brim over and he'll arrive to defeat the devils. I hope he comes. Swordman goes, hey, why go this far to draw out Chainsaw Man? Tell me too. And then this girl, she has sunglasses on, goes, tomorrow we are weapons. Discard all other thoughts. 
I'm a human. Let me think for myself. He's right. We're humans. We're also weapons. And devils, too. Do you know what these three things have in common? And then she thinks about it. They'll, they're all hard to spell. Wrong. Humans, weapons, and devils were all born to kill. And that's why God will forgive us no matter how many people we kill tomorrow. <gasps> so who's this girl with the sunglasses? And also, obviously, this guy Barum is one of the weapons, but uh, right now he doesn't really... I mean, I don't have all the weapons up in front of me like perfectly. I know I, there was that one screenshot. I have a screenshot of the uh, characters, but maybe I don't want to spoil what's coming up. Uh, but like, you know, he has a weapon power, the sword man. And then what's this girl's weapon power? Have we seen her before? It's a lot of, uh, a lot of questions. Um, and also it's, I do love seeing an existential Denji. I, I always question Nayuta. Like, is she good? Is she bad? Um, I thought getting rid of Makama was a good move. It sucks that he ate her completely just for her to show back up. And the fact that she's working with Famine and also talks to uh, Yoru, it's just, it's a lot of um, open-ended stuff to see what's going on. I wish you would have kind of gave Denji a little bit more, um, uh, a little bit more insight of what is going to happen to him because she must know something. And if she doesn't, then uh, what's the point of all this, Nayuta? Tell me, you know. All right. Chapter 142, Denji Fan Club. So it picks up, um, it's, they're kind of like at a carnival and there's all these like, uh, little balloons and we see, uh, an elephant ride. It says you must be tall, this tall ride, 110 centimeters. There's a little panda that drives around. Nayuta's in, uh, one of those rides with the cars that go around, which she seems kind of old for. And then she's just sitting there. And then Fumiko's there too. And she goes, so you didn't join the Chainsaw Man church after all. Relax. I'm not turning into Chainsaw Man ever again. She goes, that's a shame. Turning into Chainsaw Man must feel really good. All the recognition and respect. I imagine you get to experience thrills us ordinary people can never get a taste of. It's kind of weird that she's prodding him like this. Like, First of all, does she have a contract with a devil? And second of all, like the whole point um, of what Yoshida wants is for him not to turn into Chainsaw Man. So maybe this is just like temptation for Denji. So that he'll just keep reiterating to himself that he doesn't need to do it. So he goes, it's not all sunshines and rainbows, you know. She goes, yeah, no kidding. I'd rather die than get washed in the bathroom like Chainsaw Man. And he's like, what? <laughs> Say what? I'm being watched even in the bathroom? Oops. Huh? I wasn't supposed to tell you that. Pretend you never heard it. Are you for real? That's totally vile. I jerk off in there. Oh, jeez. I've really done it now. I'm going to get in trouble again. Seriously, you guys are the lowest of the low. I'm going to get yelled at. I sure feel low. <laughs> Touching my wiener. Watching me in the bathroom. You're a total stalker. Who wouldn't want to touch Chainsaw Man's wiener? I'm not a stalker. I'm your fan. Call me a fan. My fan? Not a chance. All the women who come out, uh, who come on to me, hate my guts. And like, this is where I was reading, and I'm like, oh my god, is it Rez? Is it Rez? Is it Rez? Well, sure, I do hate you a tiny bit too, because Chainsaw Man didn't save my mom and my dad. And then we get like this um, cool, like, uh, three panel of the Ferris wheel, which shows that we're about to go into some more uh, multi-panel things. The town where Chainsaw Man fought the gun fiend, I lived there with my family. We just sat down for dinner when our house was destroyed. When I managed to crawl out of the rubble, Chainsaw Man and the gun fiend were right there fighting before my eyes. I shouted to Chainsaw Man, begged him to rescue my mom and dad, but my voice got drowned out by chainsaw sounds. Chainsaw Man didn't even notice to me. Um, it's like such a sad moment because it just like brings you back to the the gun fiend and chainsaw man fight and it's just like it's tough it's tough because we really miss aki you know it sucks that 
he was like the only guy who seemed like he had good intentions for anyone. And then Makama had to take him out only to be taken out later herself. So, and also we've heard that the chainsaws are very, very loud. So Denji goes, did your mom and dad survive? They died, but you don't need to worry about that. Reason being, I don't see Chainsaw Man as a superhero or a god or any of that. When Chainsaw Man turned back into a human that day, I was watching. You were crying, right? Really hits me hard. When I saw it, I realized for the first time that the one who's been fighting all this time while devils kill him over and over again was just a kid. That was the moment I made up my mind to save him. And she kind of smiles. I'm a huge fan, Denji Senpai. Not a Chainsaw Man fan. A Denji Senpai fan. And he's like, oh my god. That's... And then they get interrupted. By Barum. He sits down and he goes, me? I'm a Chainsaw Man fan. Sits down right next to Denji. Man, Japan's Public Safety Commission is impressive. It was no walk in the park making it here without getting spotted, let me tell you. What do you want? So he takes out a cigarette, and the way he lights uh, this cigarette is pretty interesting. It's a Chainsaw Man lighter. And he goes, check it out. Proof of my fandom. My Chainsaw Man lighter. Will you listen to my fan request? Personally, I want to see Chainsaw Man fighting. I want to see him carving up devils with his chainsaws, getting covered in gore, suffering and struggling, and getting killed. And despite it all, returning to life and getting back up again. Wait, is this guy the fan base? <laughs> I mean, like, is it bad that we want to see this? It's funny how, like, we're at this weird thing where it's like, if we want to see Denji fighting, we're fucked up. But, like, we're literally reading a manga where he fought 90% of the time. So I can understand, listen, I want Denji to be happy. I want Naruto to be happy. I want Kobani to be happy. I want Asa to be happy. But I also want to see some fights. So uh, stop making fun of me, Barum. He kind of looks over. Moments from now, there will be a devil attack on the building's first floor. Just a hunch. Why is he saying this in front of the public safety dog? And if I had to guess, the folks down there will, be uh, will soon be shouting, Save us, Chainsaw Man. And we cut to the food court. And then we see Sword Man sitting there with this other guy who looks like a fucking loser. And then the girl with the, with the goggles and the sunglasses looks pretty cool. Oh, my God. Um, so this guy, Barum, he's kind of a cool villain. Uh, especially in the reread here, I'm like, all right. like It's interesting that uh, he's kind of pushing Denji so much. And he's kind of like... Uh, the opposite of Fumiko like instead of like being like look it's fine your decision he's kind of like you have no choice and you're about to do what I want so chapter 143 RAR this guy lights a cigarette and goes listen up children our orders are to make the humans scream as loudly as possible as we kill them we'll target women and children higher voices better screams my suggestion, go for the limbs. Makes the sense of loss immediately visible. And he goes, the limbs. And the girl with the goggles goes, did you just call me a child? I'll be 82 this year. Show me some respect. An old hag? I'm no old hag. Far from it. I'm eternally young and as tough as nails. I'll never die. I'm a superior human specimen. I believe I was chosen by God. Okay, me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and the guy goes, fair enough. That'd make our Im uh, imminent murder spree a message from God. I like the way you think. Sounds like a true believer. Fucking assholes. Let's wrap up the cigarettes. The operation begins at five on the dot, and it's like, uh, it's like literally 4.59, I guess. And she goes, you were the only one smoking, which is true. So they're walking in. It's 4.59 in like 40 seconds. And this guy walks in and he kind of like, uh, I guess he like trips. I'm sorry, this, the sword man walks in. I guess he either throws or trips this kid onto the floor. And he goes, this is a message from God. Yeah, a message from God. 
now we're getting closer to the 50 second mark. I am a weapon, but I'm only loaning out my body for a little bit is all. Very, very close. We're five seconds away. Maybe even less than five seconds. This guy starts to stretch. And the girl goes, hee, and snaps. The clock strikes five. And she, she goes, it's showtime. And then in the moment when the clock strikes five, all three of these people are slashed by a sword. And this person, just I'm on page seven. This person looks very, very, very familiar. And we see um, the girl who's just about to snap her finger head fall to the floor. We see uh, the guy who was smoking a cigarette's head get chopped off. And we see Swordman's head gets chopped off too. Or at least he has a cut through his neck and his head's falling off. So he takes this opportunity to go through with his full transformation, which I guess would heal him. We kind of like learned, uh, Denji learned how to heal and he's like a similar, he's like a hybrid weapon guy. And he turns into Swordman. It was just kind of cool. He has two swords out of his fingers, I mean, his hands, and then he has like a, a similar helmet to Denji, but it's like two swords sticking out of his head too, I think. And he goes, why you? And then the person cuts his head off in this form, and guess who it is? It's Quanji. Quangzai? Quangzai? You know who she is. We love her. She, she used to lead a harem of women. Now she's dressed in a public safety outfit. She's using two swords. She looks fucking sick. Her her new eye patch, uh, I guess she has kind of like a. It looks like it's like lace along it, and literally this all happened in between uh, the time where the clock makes the sound for five o'clock, and all these people are running away because they're scared because these people were just killed in front of them, and um, the girl who they cut off her head, her head is literally like spurting blood out from it. And this late, this guy's looking over, like freaking out, and he starts to run away. And Quan Chi looks at him and goes "roar," and then he runs away. He didn't run away yet before she said "roar." So then she picks up a uh, walkie-talkie and goes, "Got him." Target uh, suppression confirmed. This is another uh, police officer. Prepare to send in Special Division Seven. Twenty minutes after the media coverage. Then we cut to the news. This just in. Multiple gunmen opened opened fire inside a department store today. The shooters were Chainsaw Man church followers. The death toll is unconfirmed at this time. However, the police and National Devil Extermination Public Safety Commission have announced their plans to take swift action in response to the emergent possibility of Chainsaw Man church terrorist activities. Which is... Which is really interesting because we didn't even see a gun. I don't I don't think that there was a gun, but maybe they're just building a narrative here with the public safety. So then we cut to this guy watching TV and they go, they'll search the building. Clearly it's at the Chainsaw Man Church because we see the building. If they find the weapons in the basement, we could be charged with treason. And Kobani's brother is like, weapons? And, oh, it's fake Chainsaw Man. He goes, no one ever told me we had any weapons. What the hell is going on? Gather all combat-trained followers outside the prayer room, that old guy says. Explain what's going on here. I don't know a thing. Never heard a word about it. And then Fake Chainsaw Man goes, and neither did you, right, founder? Who's he talking to? Of course, the chapter has to end there. Um, this chapter is fucking great because we get to see Quan Chi finally return. And we're seeing slowly by slowly Sword Man come back. We, uh, we, we saw that... Um, uh, this guy who is uh, Barum, he's back, and we don't really know him, but he clearly we've seen him before in the weapons fight. So, like, of course, it would make sense for Quan Chi to come back because you know why not? I've been mean, I've been waiting to see a new character. I mean, a returning character. I was hoping it would be Kishubi or you know, podcast favorite Kobeni, but it was nice to see Quan Chi. Um, and other than that, like the fight was crazy. Like uh, the, I love the buildup of like the last 40 seconds of the minute leading up to five o'clock with them walking in. We get to see every little motion they do. We get to see that sword man's kind of nervous. And then literally all their effort was for not because Quanji just comes in and murders them immediately. And the little part where uh, she looks at the kid and goes raw is also hilarious because it's like, Okay, I'm working for public safety now, but I still have this attitude. <laughs> All right. So, chapter 144. Guns, nails, katana. Woo. 
wonder what that means. So we're in the Chainsaw Man church, and apparently they all have guns. I don't know how they have guns. Uh, maybe because the gun devil's not around anymore, that uh, the guns are back to normal. I, I'm honestly confused. Uh, the whole gun devil thing made me think that guns didn't exist and that uh, the only way people get killed by guns were by the gun devil. But uh, whatever. So there's they all have these like automatic rifles, basically, or something. And Copenny's brother's like, we... We had this many guns. Those have a handgun and what seems like a fucking uh, um, flamethrower. And then the old guy we saw in the last chapter. These guns are weapons of light bestowed upon us by Chainsaw Man. With his light, we will drive away the darkness within the government. It is Chainsaw Man's will. And everybody's like, Chainsaw Man rules. <laughs> and we see... Uh, we see uh, a police officer outside, and if you remember, they said to send in Special Division 7 after the thing there, but we see this guy go, send in one Special Division 7 agent through the front, one agent through the back. So we see the door, and all of a sudden, this person like jumps through the, wind, uh, the glass in the door so fast, and the old guy's like, take aim! Kobani's brother, everybody aims their guns. And we see like a weird um, outline of what looks like a normal girl with like a brain with nails sticking out of it, kind of like Frankenstein. And uh, okay, as we turn the page, uh, it is a girl who's half normal and then half a brain sticking out of her head with nails. <laughs> so she goes, oh my goodness, what's this? Why, they're almost all only Moppets. I don't know what Moppets are. <laughs> Kids shouldn't play with guns. And this character, she's dressed in a public safety outfit. She's obviously part of Team 7, Special Division 7. And she has a bunch of nails sticking out of her exposed brain and a hammer behind her back. So the old guy, who looks like a hilarious character from like Chainsaw Man or something, is like, fire! And everybody starts shooting their guns. But as they're shooting at her, she immediately jumps out of the way. She's flipping around all the bullets. She's kicking people, getting the guns out of her hands. She hits um, one guy up against the wall with a kick and then throws a bunch of nails back at him and has two, uh, it's either two hammers or one hammer really quickly and she's like nailing him to the wall. Like he's completely nailed to the wall. And then she she runs over and it's one of those cool panels where it's like they're in three panels again and she goes, the precious hands of innocent children as she still starts to uh, throw like more people up against the wall with nails are meant for studying and uh, they're just shooting her uh, at her nonstop. but every time they're in the middle of shooting she's just hitting more and more people up against the wall and I don't know if we've seen Kobani's brother get hit I'm kind of nervous for him I hope he survives but there's about like five people up against the wall right now and then she goes don't put guns into them and we see everybody there is up against the wall and she has such a cool pose on page 8 people are calling this the nobara devil <laughs> because we've been waiting for nobara to show back up in jjk uh sorry for the spoiler if she's going to but um uh it's like she has the hammer she has the nails it's it's nobara coded for sure fujimoto knows what they're doing so one of the guys on the wall goes eep <laughs> she goes can you make me a promise dear from now on use those precious hands to hold mechanical pencils not guns alright he goes yeah sure and she looks up at him with like kind of like a what the fuck and grabs the hammer and smashes him through the head and she goes speak politely will ya and everybody's like oh and then this guy, uh, the old guy, he's kind of turned into like a weird devil right now. And he goes, damn public safety dogs. The devil exterminators sell their souls to the devils. I'm not like them. I'll become a devil myself. So what did you do there exactly? Fight evil with evil and devil with devils. I am justice incarnate. And this is like the fifth time we've seen the Justice Devil. Like, I don't understand how many times we're going to see them. Like, are, how many people did they get to before they were killed? Are they even killed? And it, it kind of looks like the Justice Devil. Like, there's like high heels and like uh, the weird tail thing. It's so weird the way they did this. And uh, this 
lady goes, good grief, the arrogance of these humans. And he goes, now face the justice of the Chainsaw Man Church. And we see a really creepy smile, but kind of familiar. And he goes, justice? And in that moment, his one of his high heels legs gets completely cut off. And who is it other than uh, chapter namesake, Katana Man? And he goes, there is no such thing as justice with Chainsaw Man. I wonder if he's just like eternally replaying uh, them hitting him in the balls or whatever (laughs) um, that one time. But he deserved it. Come on. So Katana Man like completely cuts through um, this new form of the Justice Devil. And he looks just as good as ever. And if we remember like the fight with him and Denji, although it's like one of the classic fights from Chainsaw Man, it's really only one chapter. And it's it's super quick. Like they just everything's done in like the fastest motion possible. So he's a he's a tough guy to deal with. I really wonder what this new um member of public safety's division seven is up to. Um, what her power is exactly. Like obviously she can kind of like uh nail people to the wall. It's kind of like a crucifix thing, and she has two hammers, and she's obviously strong enough to beat the shit out of that one dude and uh smash him through the head. But we don't know what devil or what kind of fiend she is. She's clearly a fiend, but like, what's her power? Like we've known the blood fiend. We know the weapons, their swords, katana, whatever, but uh, we don't know her and they really didn't give us even her name. So uh, yeah, very curious on her. Uh, I wonder, uh, it seems like uh, special division seven is um, made up of, this unnamed person, Katana Man, and possibly Fumiko. The only reason why uh, Fumiko would come up is because uh, they were there when the uh, uh, Barum, when he told uh, Denji about what was going to happen. So the only way they should know is if somebody told them and she's a public safety dog. So maybe they're all on the same team. Um, All right. So... Chapter 145, which came out today, actually. So I just read you two months of Chainsaw Man all within an hour. I'm, I'm happy I got through it. I didn't want to have to do another episode uh, just for a couple chapters. But um, this chapter today, uh, it was it's always exciting when it's Chainsaw Man Tuesday. But we had to wait two weeks from the last one. So I, it's not that I forget, but I'm always like, oh, what, what exactly did happen? So this, this nice uh, reread is refreshing. So, chapter 145, Kumbaya. So then, somebody's talking. They go, all Chainsaw Man church-affiliated facilities in Tokyo, Kanagawa, F- uh, Fukuoka, and Osaka are now under our control. We seize their secret catches of heavy, weapon, heavy weaponry. What about the miners with illegal contracts? We're interning them in the Devil Control Center. So does that mean they're just going to add them all to public safety? Is public safety about to be pretty huge and they just absorb the Chainsaw Man church? And do all those marriages still count? Call in the parents and establish a victims group. I guess that's what they're doing. Bring in the media too. Get those crying faces on camera. It's just some random dude. I don't really even think we know him. But he uh, he is smoking a cigarette. I don't know. Everybody uh, who's smoking a cigarette is kind of important. Uh, I'm also authorizing the capture of the war devil, a.k.a. Asamataka. Can't leave the church's poster girl out in the wild. And here I was hoping she'd do us a favor and turn Chainsaw Man into a weapon. And he looks out the window. I I don't understand. I guess uh, this guy knows a lot about the War Devil's powers and they just wanted Chainsaw Man to just be turned into an inanimate weapon. Or maybe they want Asa to be under their control and then she has control of Denji. I don't know. And then this guy walks up to this guy and goes, Sir, the devil name consultant wants to speak with you. Which I did not know they had in Chainsaw Man. Because, like, who decide? I always wondered. I'm like, oh, I guess they're just named after, like, what we know of them. But no, this guy apparently names them. And uh, he he goes through vigorous um, tests to name them, essentially. So he goes, Sir, the devil name consultant wants to speak to you. Says it's urgent. And the guy goes, Understood. And he kind of just stares out at the picture of Asa, which is huge. What do you suppose the Chainsaw Man church wanted in the end? And then he looks over at um, the poster again and goes, to play it being Chainsaw Man, probably. 
Which, it's not exactly uh, what they wanted, right? I mean, you know. So, now they're still back at this carnival. Denji, Naruto, and Fumiko. And they're sitting there with Barum. And uh, all these public safety people are there. So, obviously, she told. Um, and she go, uh, they go, Chainsaw Man Church, second in command, Barum Bridge. You're under arrest on charges of arms trafficking and furnishing devil contracts to minors. Which is... Very, very specifically, Chainsaw Man problems. So Fumiko goes, why don't you work for public safety next? Bao and Katana are already with us. Or Bo and Katana are already with us. I don't know why I said Bo. Uh, and Bo might be the name of that uh, fiend, which I don't know why she'd be named Bo, but uh, I guess we'll see. And then Barum goes, could you give me a minute? It's sunset, the most beautiful time of the day. And everybody just kind of is like, okay. <laughs> um... Then we cut to like a building where where we're at. There's like a gigantic door, and I guess we're back uh, with the guy who names the devils. And he goes under upon analysis, we've identified this devil believed to have been defeated by Chainsaw Man the other day as the Justice Devil. And they we literally have not referenced this in a while. I think it's been like that was like an early part two chapter, like within the first twenty chapters, I believe. And now they're finally getting to it because this was. Um, when um, Yuko was killed by Denji, I mean Chainsaw Man, and we didn't see Denji leave his house. So, I don't know. Uh, it's questionable. So, this is the Justice Devil. And then <laughs> the guy that we're talking to goes, any chance it's the Fairness or Equality Devil? And this person, they're an interesting look. They have a mask on, they have one eye stitched shut, and the other one open. And they go, none. Its name is Justice. I'd stake my life on it. Which begs a question. Even after this devil's death, the Chainsaw Man church followers could use their power attributed to the Justice Devil. Is that correct? According to the reports, yes. The Fission 4 killed a follower who used it. Okay, so... I guess uh, they're not Division 7, they're Division 4. In that case, it's looking like the devil they made contracts with was never the Justice Devil. Ooh. All right, two months later, which it's funny for you guys, it's not two months later. It's one, well, in real time it is, but in this episode, it's only uh, an hour later. And we get to see Asa and Yoru. It's been a while. And then we get uh, the TV. We're broadcasting to you live from the Chainsaw Man Church uh, Okinawa chapter. Take a look, folks. Followers who have legally, followers who have illegally contracted the justice devil are fighting devil hunters right before our eyes and Asa's like the chainsaw man church is doing what and all of a sudden the door gets a knock on it or the the, the bell rings and I, I'm i always like don't answer the door don't answer the door <laughs> so then they both look over war devil get on the ground with your hands behind your head and uh, uh, your looks pissed and also looks kind of nervous but she goes i came up with a plan in case enemies ever got my address and attacked us at home this apartment belongs to me i'm about to turn room 606 into a weapon i need you to control my body afterwards so it's interesting they're they're working together since we've last seen them you become pretty wild compared to when we first met asa goes yeah and whose fault is that so she leans down in three-point position and goes get ready and then she goes, room 606, sword. And then as she uh, goes to cut through somebody who's standing out there with the sword, it's apparently Yoshida because we see the opt- octopus tentacle and she kind of goes right by him. So then we cut back to Baron Bridge and he's getting arrested and he's like, Kumbaya, my lord, Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Like, as he's getting arrested. Denji goes, time to go home, Naita. I'll drop you off. She goes, I'm starving. And then he goes on. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. As we see the sun setting. And then we see Yoshida close up with the tentacle around him. And then, oh, lord. Kumbaya, as we see Yoshida cuts through 
Asa's arm and possibly more of her. It's kind of blacked out, so it's hard to tell. And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, honestly, I really love the writing of that, uh, where they do the song, because, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Chainsaw Man in the last like 10 or so chapters has done two different things where one of them was a full song by a band, and then the other song is just like a nice, like I could see this scene happening in like Breaking Bad. Like Walter is like sitting there as like he knows somebody's being murdered right now in the background and he's just sitting there like singing a song with somebody at like a park and nobody has any idea what's going on and then jesse kills gail (laughs) sorry for the spoilers i'm sorry but also sorry for the peeking i'm trying my best here uh but i really love this set of chapters like the story even though it feels like it's going somewhere then it doesn't it feels like it's going somewhere then it doesn't we're used to this rom-com version of Chainsaw Man, but we got to remember Fujimoto, he also wrote Fire Punch. He also wrote first uh, part of Chainsaw Man. It is getting a little bit goodbye airy, look backy, but... Excuse me, goodbye airy, look backy. <laughs> but uh, we don't uh, know where this story's going to end, and if I have anything... If anything in my mind makes sense... This is right where it's picking up. And we've said this many times before, but there's really nothing left to do. What are we going to see? Denji go to school again, get sit on again, get hit on again? No. We're going to see Asa and Yoshida fighting right here. And the way the chapter's going with the Kumbaya song, it seems like one of them's about to die. And the way it looks, it's Asa. Please, Asa, don't die. We need you to marry Denji. He doesn't have anybody else. You guys need to lose your virginity to each other. <laughs> Overall, great chapters. Uh, I'm excited that we caught up with this because uh, we were falling really behind. So it's great to just, you know, read it out also. And hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed it. The next episode, I'm going to be with Kendra from the My Hero Academia podcast, which I've been on a few episodes of recently. So you should go check it out. We're going to be discussing the most recent Sakamoto Days chapters. I think there's like three or four. Um, And then I'm going to have Cedric, who was on before with uh, the... Boruto and Dragon Ball review back on to review Jujutsu Kaisen and then an episode of My Hero Academia and then once we catch up completely I'll start doing the weekly ones again uh, hopefully listening to me talk to myself for an hour wasn't too bad for you guys uh, if you want to follow me you can follow me on Twitter Justin underscore legends you can follow me on Instagram Justin legends um, you can follow our podcast um, at snack underscore bar underscore pod if you have any things you want to discuss or things that you think I should cover, you should email me at justinalpert91 at gmail.com. And until next time, uh, I don't have it until next time, but thanks for listening and I'll see you later. The girls I love in my phone, they call my girls I love on the phone, call And I love when you turn on my y'all Step out around me, I step in design I'm a young rich boy, I'm shining I'm a young rich boy with the diamonds I'm a young rich boy, I'm getting money Step out the ride with the money on me Step out the cool with about 50 on me Step out the cool with about 50 on me Step out the cool, that's a movie on me I came up from trapping that bacon soda Now I run around in the road Drop top with Versace Lot of money on my body I got this gold on my neck I had to go get that check. I had to turn over flips. I had to go get that check.